0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of outside perspective i am your host adam meredith i have an excellent show for you today but before i get into it i want to thank you guys you guys for stopping in and listening and downloading and commenting and sharing and leaving reviews and just all the cool shit that you guys are doing thank you so much for helping us grow this show and, and grow the podcast and and uh and help others gain perspective so you guys are the shit and we couldn't do this without you with that being said if you could do me a favor if you are getting value out of the podcast bring us a friend just bring us one friend help us grow this thing uh help us grow the community and and help others uh gain some perspective on the world also while you're at it, if you can leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts, that helps immensely, helps us move up into the rankings, and helps others find us as well. And uh, if you aren't already, check out our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash outside and you can get the full video experience over there. Hit that subscribe button, and uh, also turn on your notifications. You'll stay up to date with everything that is going on on the video front. I want to send a big thank you to my good friends over at Jombo Superfoods. Go to JomboCBD.com. Check out their full line of products. They have sprays and drops and a, and a muscle bomb and they have a lip balm and uh, olive oil and a ghee and just um, tons of amazing products. And it, it's, it's so easy to implement CBD into your daily uh, protocol somewhere. And I personally like to do it in the kitchen. You can save 20% when you use the code OUTSIDE at checkout, and then they are typically doing buy two, get one free. So throw two in your cart, you'll get that third one for free. I'm damn near like 99% confident you'll get that third one for free, and then you'll save 20% off of that entire order. So it's a win-win for everybody. Go check them out, jombocbd.com. Also, big thank you to my good friends over at Convergence Media Group. Since partnering with them, the podcast has grown immensely. We have improved our content tenfold, and we are just continually rocking and rolling and bringing you guys the best content we possibly can. So you can also partner with this company. They work with uh, brands and companies across all industries, and they will help you grow uh, in this digital world, they'll help you with content creation, they'll help you with strategy, they'll help you build that brand you're trying to build. So go check them out, convergencemg.com. All right, guys, my guest today, I should, I sit down with Shay McNamara, and it's pretty interesting how things work out. Flashback to the beginning of podcasting. You know, you, you listen to some of the earlier earlier episodes. You heard me promoting uh, my buddy's podcast that he had at one point, and uh, he actually sat down with Shay, and it happened through happened through podcasting. But he had sat down with. Uh, uh, a a guest that we both actually had in Rob Acosta, and then Rob was here with the St. Louis Ambush indoor professional soccer team, and they were working with the performance coach in Shay McNamara. So Rob made uh, Justin, my friend, aware of Shay. Justin podcasted with Shay. Circle almost a year later, probably over a year later. I now have connected with Shay and had him on my show, and we've done some additional work outside of the show. And it's just weird how everything comes full sh- circle. So Shea is just a badass dude, former uh, you know former professional athlete, just stud stud, uh, you know basketball player, and he played um, he played uh, Australian rules football, and just. Just a, a cool ass human being. You know, sometimes you meet people and you can tell they're just on the same vibration as you, and that is 100% how I felt. Uh, you know, hanging out with Shay and spending some time with him. So it was really cool. But uh, Shay is a performance coach. He's going to help you get the most out of what you are doing. He works with a lot of athletes and just performers and businesses, and he just wants to help people, as he likes to say, reach their Brilliance. He has a company called Diamond State of Mind where he is helping people be their best selves. So, without any further ado, I know I've been rambling, guys. Let's get to the show. Um, I have Shay McNamara. Let's gain some perspective, everybody. Audio sync. Rick used to do something cool with the camera whenever I did that. He's over there getting... Dude's getting lazy. Dude's getting lazy. <laughs> ah, standards. <laughs> how you do every One thing is how you do everything. <laughs> or, what's the fuck? I fucked it up already. <laughs> Damn it.
1: Oh, you do, uh, you do... How you do anything you, is how you do everything. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: It's a good one, though. It's There's truth to that.
1: Oh, always. Because um, yeah. when you set the tone for who you are, um, then you have to be in accordance to that because that's what you do because the foundation is who you are. That's who you are being. But in that sense, you are You have to choose what you want to be and then you act accordingly. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say
0: that because um, I fucked this up on a podcast the other day. I think I'm going to get it right this time. Um, <laughs> Pressure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. Um, I... <laughs> I was thro- like going through like Instagram and um, this guy I follow his name is uh, Steely Lane. He goes by uh, I always I always fuck it up. It's Peak Primal Health. I think it's Peak Primal Health. Cool. I'll I mean. check it out. Either way, r- super cool dude. Um, he posted like when a lot of people want to like make changes in their life or um, like they they aspire to be something. They feel like they have to um, like have something in order to. do do the thing so that way they can be what they want to be. But really he was like, like, that's not the way to go. Like you need to, 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 to be that, like you can be that. And then you go do the thing, you -hmm. know, and, and then you have, right. You know what I mean? It's like, you need to be, do have Mm -hmm.
1: or yeah. No, no, it is first, but a lot of people do the have, then I'll do, then I'll be. Yeah. Some people will go, um, once I do it, and I have it then I'll become more right so like with um Andy Frizzella, with the whole um uh the movement that he's doing it's based in helping people create that standard do it convince yourself that you can have that life and then you become more of it and by nature you know we naturally have to see to believe it's very hard for us to uh, have the belief, have the trust, and have the faith in ourselves. And that's why I, I'm, I really liked your movement of what you're doing with the I will. The I will is the foundation of faith in self. Yeah, I mean, you can't control results. You can only control your standards. But right. the standards are based from who you are. But you have to declare who you are first in order to, again, act in accordance to whatever needs to be done for you to have what you want. Yeah. But that's so hard because, again, if my reality is this and I'm thinking – you know, I, I'm going to be a billionaire or I'm, I am a billionaire. It's like, well, wait, there's a reality gap. Like I'm, that's not, I, there's a long path to get to that. Oh, but yeah. the, the intent and what they're now measuring, as you know, within the quantum physics, if you embody that energy of oh. having, of having what whatever feelings that would be in the um, in the sense of the reality that you want to experience, yeah, and you have it now, you will literally attract it. That's the whole purpose of the whole law of attraction. Right. But most people just they misin- misin- they're miss not misinformed but they're misinterpreting the whole perspective of having. Okay, if I just think it, I'll become it. It's like, nah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> there's like- more. There's more to that. <laughs> no you're a liar bro the secret yeah. told me
0: the secret told me all I had to do is think about it and I'm gonna get the best parking spot wherever I go so that's what the secret told me we need me. to sue them you're, you're a goddamn liar Shay
1: <laughs> although I, I do believe there is some truth to that because I'm. You know, it, but the thing is is what is the energy that you're feeling 100% it's the feeling yeah. it's the feeling the feeling the feeling and then that, that's the place of being so when I work with like with Josh last night I'm like how you feeling how you feeling because if I know how he's feeling I'll be able to understand where he's he's insecure and I'll be able to pinpoint exactly what's going on and I'll be able to course correct him yeah. to get into that highest vibration that he can possibly be right. at, at his pace because all of us are doing our best and not everybody can you know, always be at that highest vibration. Um, you know, we're all trying to be like Jesus, right? You know, the you know, you know, turn the other cheek and, you know, love other people unconditionally and ourselves unconditionally. And that's the hardest challenge we have on this on this earth, you know, of this human journey, this hero's journey of trying to be unconditional. And um it's very, very hard. And that's what I realized if I can a portion of the coaching that I do is to remind people to be unconditional. If they can be unconditional, then they don't have to see to believe because they just automatically embody those feelings. And then once they feel that they're naturally going to feel inspired to do, and then they'll earn it in, in the sense that whatever they're capable of earning, that doesn't mean you're going to be a billionaire or be a champion right away. No, it's going to take time. Cause oh you're not, yeah. it you're takes not, time. You're not valuable enough for it, but are you on its path? That's what I mean by path to brilliance. I, you know, everyone wants to feel their brilliance, but in the result form, that's going to take time. But are you on its path? That's what brings you peace at that night. That's what makes you go, all right, I I am totally fulfilled by who I was being. Yeah. I'm totally proud of what I was doing, and I'm satisfied with the growth that I earned. Yeah. And that, at the end of the day, is what we all want to experience
0: well you gotta be patient that's for fuck's sake like, yeah. <laughs> like for real dude yeah because so tough, like, man. well we're in we're in a society of like instant gratification and everybody feels like you should have you know you release a click funnel and you're gonna just like kill it overnight and, and like isn't that, that how it goes it's, I'm, yeah i think so right like, i mean why no, not right yeah like it's not sexy to sell it's the their floor, fault yeah. so <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to hear like hey bro you gotta grind out for five ten years and yeah. and like be really build and become the thing yeah. that you're trying to build you yeah. know whatever life it is that you want to lead like it takes time in
1: some cases it does and yeah. in some cases like um i can speak for myself and probably like you i mean you were athletically very blessed to say the least i'm assuming yeah that. i
0: mean i uh,
1: yeah things come natural right yeah so in eighth grade as an example i was probably around six three and i was i was dunking yeah, um, you're savage. yeah right <laughs> but i was but I, but but so you you go by the hand that I was I was I was drawn. Um, I was blessed with that. So then once I got to high school, I started lifting. So I was like fourteen, fifteen at the time when I started finally lifting and actually earning more of what was given to me in the sense of what I just inherited by my soul coming into this body. Yeah. And so the principle, the message that's clear is that you're going to have certain abilities. I mean. How can I say that you can be an NBA player or or, or make a uh, or have a dunk when you weren't born with legs? I mean, that, that's not even that's not logical. That's not fair. Yeah, it's disappointing that that person never will be able to dunk. But that's not you know that's not fair for me to say. Well, oh, you just got to work hard. Like no, you have natural abilities that give you the blessings that could manifest, but you also have to earn it. And I think. As you know and after doing with what you're doing with um his mission you have to do you have to do the standard every single day but that will trigger you to become who you're supposed to be now before you actually earn it and that's the journey and if you can do that you're going to be more at ease you're going to allow yourself to be more patient with the journey to whatever that brilliance that you want to earn but again it's easier said than done it's frustrating yeah we all want to make you know as whatever earn whatever we want to earn and we want it now and you know that that patience piece is a really hard thing but yeah if if people and including myself uh can embody what i was just saying on a daily basis in all paths that they're trying to have more of or yeah or, or consistently hold they're going to be uh a lot more at peace and yeah should, dude
0: just slowly chip away, just one day at a time. Yeah. It's like just win today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's tough. Yeah, it is. It is like uh we, we all we want everything now, but yeah. It uh there's there's that, that belief part, you know, like do you really believe your beliefs, right? Like truly. You know, yeah. that way you can embody that like you said, you have that vibration, right? So a lot of people want to focus on like what you're attracting, but when you really embody em- like embody a certain vibration right you are also radiating that which is the cause for the attraction right, right? you know what yep. i mean so yep. you got to be careful because it's actually ironic we were talking we sat down uh sean thomas he um runs an account yeah yeah formerly mm-hmm. asking millionaire and um he was like when you live at a vibration man you're gonna have you're gonna yeah, you are going to attract those, those people who are also on that vibration, right. but then you're going to attract those people, what he likes to call vampires, who, yeah. who want to be on that vibration, right. and you need to know the difference. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. You, will attract, you, will attract, um, um, you will attract that same vibration. You will also attract the opposite Yeah. because it's always a duality. <laughs> if you think about it in the quantum world, um, every element has equal proton. So if you want to go high vibration, just think proton. Yeah. And then negative fancies Nutri- or whatever you oh want to yeah, say. Oh, electrons. They're the electrons. So sure. it's always a balance. So you're always going to be challenged with somebody who is you and who is aspiring to be you and who is challenging you to not be you. And once you surrender to that truth, you're going to you go up. Oh. Johnny's around. He's going to challenge me today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or like, oh, there's Mikey. He's got me. I'm, I'm he's going to lift me up. Yeah. But it, you have to see that. And I think part of the thing is um when you're when you're seeing your surrounding in your life and what not not take away like your family and all that. Just take that for a second off. But if you can compartmentalize that for a second and just put it into your inner circle or whatever your reality is, whoever you're working with or whether you have a dead end job or you're having you know, you're living your dream job um, whoever you're attracting whether it's clientele, podcast people you're you're going to be on the same frequency of them you have literally earned them like I've earned you and you have earned me and as I said to you on you know Friday and yesterday, I'm really digging you you know and yeah. I never really. I knew of you before and I dug, dug you before but now that I've gotten time to actually spend time with you which is not really realistic in the in the game of life you know you don't get to hang out with your buddy you know all all yeah. a week and all the time but um I'm re- it's it's at that state where it's like yeah I really like you're my homie now like oh, yeah. like we're it's endless of what could potentially be between you and I in our relationship whatever yeah. that means but it I would never would have had that opportunity if I wasn't being who I was being and vice versa Yeah And that's why we've earned each other. Yeah. And I think once everybody understands that they're earning it, and although that's very confronting, because it's like, I'm earning, you know, wrong people that are negative. But it's like, but who are you in them? And that's when it gets really reflective, and that's when the tears come if they allow themselves to feel that pressure. Otherwise, yeah. they'll cope and they'll distract and, you know, stiff arm away. Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot. Of, there's a lot of ways to like not deal with your shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, and I'm not perfect. I'm oh, just. None of us I'm just. Are. I'm just in. A, I'm because of my journey with the whole coaching after I after I played. Yeah. I, I am now so much more aware and so much more humble to what I have earned throughout the course of my life. And I'm about to be 35 soon. And it's like, wow, um, these were the specific principles. And so essentially I kind of like, you know, they say reverse engineer. Yeah. It was more of a, of truly in my reflection of going, you know, who was I being, what was I doing? What was I earning? But I did, what did I earn? What was I doing? What was that, you know, in my standard? Right. And then who was I embodying? What was the feelings that I had about myself, about other people? What was my beliefs with it? Oh man, that's when it was like Pandora's box and just like, yeah. you know, it was like, if people were able to do that, um, they, they, Quite literally, will be able to understand themselves more, and then they'll be able to understand other people. And then, and then if they want to use it in an influence way, not a manipulation, they'll be able to help course correct other people in a very fast and efficient way. Yeah, and uh, that's essentially what I what I'm doing now, and what I'm trying to do t- for other leaders to be able to in- empower you know their uh, pupils. And uh yeah. be at their be at their brilliance. Let's go
0: to the start of your journey. Um we kinda yeah. we kinda talked about it a little bit, right? You mean you were yeah. fucking six you say six three in eighth
1: grade? Yeah, something like that. I might have been six four, six five. I don't know no. But it I I just know that I was very athletic. Yeah. I was running like at least a four nine, uh, forty and I wasn't lifting i was you know uh, yeah i'm naturally slender but i was definitely much more slender to say the least oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah, like, yeah oh yeah but shit, i dude. but i was explosive and i had this i don't know i was just blessed with the, the athletic genes yeah you are you from milwaukee um yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, my my mom and dad they met and the, i was born in evanston illinois which is like northwestern university okay. and then Mom and dad split and then I moved where mom grew up in and in, uh Bay Shore, what it's the North Shore of Milwaukee. Okay. And then uh, my dad ended up moving up to Milwaukee to be be near me and all that. So yeah. so Milwaukee is my hub, but I have a, I have a soft side for obviously Chicago cuz my dad lived there ha- about a third of my life and yeah. so yeah, it was yeah, but re- my hub is Milwaukee.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. like that's where you went to school? Yeah, yeah, right grade school, high school. Yeah, yeah.
1: You played what so what all sports did you play growing up? Oh man. Uh <sighs> Anything I could do, honestly. If I had more money, if my mom had more money, my dad had more money, I would probably play hockey as well. Oh, yeah. But I didn't do that. It it does cost a lot of money, dude. It did, especially back then. then. Yeah, probably. But but I'll, I'll play goalie. How about that—that's true. That was but always you have the long-ass legs, bro. Tr- How you, well, yeah, but I mean, like, man, I don't think right I can do that. <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no. So, like, I grew up uh, idolizing Paul Molitor. Like, I literally wore his jersey yeah. when I was four years old. Paul Molitor's a Hall of Fame baseball player. Okay, he used to be the manager, or is the manager for um, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, he was just he, three thousand hits. I mean, he's, oh, god, uh, yeah, total. So when I was uh, growing up, I was idolizing him. And so what I was doing was I was literally able to watch games live and on TV and I would just study him. Yeah. So this was this was all just like natural for me so I you know I always talk about you know your the kids will always mirror their leader whoever they look up to they will literally mirror and that's the challenge for all parents It, it is. <laughs> I mean you, I'm you know I, I can't wait for that challenge but uh, I know you've experienced that but they will mirror you in every which way yeah and so the the funny story was in, in when I was five years old uh, my birth for my fi- five year old birth uh, my fifth year birthday uh, present that I wanted from my mom I said, I said, "Mom, I want a donut," and she's like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "And i luckily for us, we had tickets one night, um, right right by uh, the dugout and right by the the batter's box and the uh, on deck circle." And I said, "I want that," and she's like, "What is that?" It's like, "It's a weight, Mom. Like it makes it, it makes the bat. I don't wow. know they, they do it." And then she ended up getting it, and so I was literally the the first, probably only. <laughs> <laughs> a t-ball player that had a donut i was bat. <laughs> saw my best felt real life. i mean funny. that's how that's how i was wired that's how i am wired that, i mean that's my blessing yeah but, but it was able to mirror and go how do i become my optimal best yeah and how do i learn from somebody who's been there done that and honestly that wasn't like Shay. you should do and get a donut that was just me going I need to get a donut because that's what the pros do. Yeah. So I need to mirror them.
0: It's interesting you had that perspective because oftentimes, like, I mean, you're right. Like, as a parent, you only have so much influence. Like, they learn from their peers. That's why you really want to make sure they're around the right people. Mm -hmm. And that's just people in general. Yeah. Like, who you're – show me your friends. I'll show you, like, how successful you are. Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, but they do watch you, and you have to like lead by example, yeah. and like it doesn't like that whole "do as I say, not as I do." <laughs> yeah, my dad. I was telling you
1: about that. My dad uh, was the king yeah, of that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. My mom used to do that shit too, man. At but least they're honest. Yeah, I I can totally dig it. I try not to do that because I find yeah. I feel it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's interesting that like you, um, maybe had like the the drive to want to do like what the professionals do mm. because cuz a lot of people aspire to be those guys mm-hmm. right but you don't necessarily do the things that they do you know what right. I mean? like nobody is fucking waking up at you know 5am and shooting 300 shots before practice you know right. like like Kobe yeah. type shit yeah but Not
1: everybody but very few do you know, yeah some do oh, you know yeah, what i mean do. but a
0: lot of kids they just want they, they say it you know what i mean they they say yeah. the words but they don't really want to follow through and do yeah. that you know they they you you typically just follow like kind of fall into doing what you immediately see right you know what i mean it's like yeah man that's fucking cool man like i love i love what michael jordan's doing like i would love to be michael jordan but it's like i can't do that like yes he's he's somebody else so so then they just look to the the guy on the corner who's fucking has like
1: a really nice car or something what i what i've realized is the whole be do have model why are they not believing that they can be it yeah why are they not trusting that they can do it and why are they not having the faith that they can have it if you understand all of that, you'll be able to, I mean, there's more to it and I'm not going to go into it because it's, it's, uh, we don't have a you know board for people to visually see it, but yeah. the intent is if someone's not consistent, they're not believing in that, that they can be it. Yeah. They do not really have that belief. And, and unfortunately, you know, if I have to have a conditional term of agreement for me to act accordingly to whatever path that is, that means that I have waiting for something to be earned. Yeah and meaning that i need to have somebody hand it to me or i need to hopefully get some validation or something and that's the reason why people are stuck and i'm guilty of it but i've learned the hard way it, with those with those journeys and those lessons for myself yeah. personally yeah. and then obviously we see it all the time with unfortunately in like youth sports as an example with the trophy business oh, i mean God. it's a it's a 2 billion dollar business a year in america alone yeah. 2 billion dollars every athletes. year No, not trophies. Trophy business. (laughs) So you understand the motto. We live in a capitalist society. They are preying on individuals' insecurities. They are preying on the toxic femininity of enabling. Healthy feminine energy is supportive. Yeah, it's compassion. It's love. When you abuse that, you coddle. You overly protect. And that's where everyone goes wrong for themselves and other people. Yeah, you start enabling. We're all guilty of it to ourselves. That's what procrastination is. Oh, yeah. I mean, straight up. But if we're able to understand what's going to empower our youth, as an example, uh, or more ourselves. More just focus on ourselves. If we're able to understand what we're doing, we're able to literally, hopefully, course correct or seek out the individuals like you or myself or other leaders to help teach and guide them to be empowered, to become who they are supposed to be now and then do the standards with the tools and then obviously if you're worthy enough, you'll earn it. If not, you'll at least, you know, go to sleep at peace knowing that you tried your best. You at least gotta go, you know, go after it, right? I mean, shit, you'll you'll still be better off if you
0: like than if you didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well how
1: about how about this? If I presented to you that your podcast will never be the number one Um, podcast ever in the history, would you still do podcasting? Yeah. Yeah. What's the feeling that you just had? What's the feeling that you just had? What do you mean? What's the feeling that you just had when you had that that circumstance of saying, okay, my podcast will never be the number one, but yet I declared that I'm still going to do podcasting? Yeah. It's kind of like a resistance to what you just said
0: because it's like... I can still fucking be number one, bro. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, that, I know that's, that's the competitiveness, and I, I yeah. honor that. No, I'm, but, I'm, no, not ch- but, I'm not but challenging you know, but that. No, but reali- like, even at the end of
1: the day, even if you aren't number one, it's still a worthy pursuit. Like,
0: exactly. Th- there's still enough success, Like even if you aren't number one.
1: But what is the feeling that you have by doing this right now? Are you totally oh, dude, yeah. at peace with yourself? For sure. Are you happy? Yeah. Like, this Are you is, excited? This is,
0: what you're supposed to be, this is what I'm meant to do.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So then you and I need, and I'm just speaking to you and I, whoever's listening is listening you and I have to stay in that energy. We yeah. have to stay in that feeling because we will get discouraged, we will become cowards, and we will not take our pursuit to our path to our brilliance. Yeah. And our brilliance is that feeling. Our brilliance is adding value to other people, whether it's one person or one billion people. It doesn't matter. That feeling is what we are. That's why I say path to brilliance because that brilliance might never be earned. Like The, the brilliance of the, the idea of that, that, that end result that you're trying to have, it may never happen. And unfortunately for me, um, I never became an MVP at the highest level um, that I envisioned that I thought I was capable of. Yeah. So egotistically, I'll always degrade myself. I'll always be upset with myself. I'll always deflect responsibility. I'll always, you know, make excuses. I'll validate, you know, specific reasons, which could be very logical. And everyone would be like, yeah, for sure. You're not lying. Like, it's true. But at the end of the day, what state of energy am I feeling in that moment? Yeah. I'm not love. I'm fear. I'm not positive, I'm negative, and I'm not of abundance, I'm of, I'm of scarcity. Yeah. And that's not a good feeling. Well, dude,
0: I mean, when you're when you're a very like ambitious person and you're super competitive and like you're you're going after big things like cuz what we're talking about right now when you're talking about that path to brilliance, that brilliance is like we're talking about expectation and like potential, right? right. And as you become better and better and you grow and you evolve, your expectations and your potential is always increasing. So you never fully you never reach your, your, your potential. You'll never reach your full potential. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> well, how Honestly. can you? Well, because as I get better now, because like I know I have so much more than like I, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. Like you can feel it. Like you can feel it. I can feel it. It's like you know that what you aspire to be mm-hmm. is not where you're at now. So you know there's right. more oh, for yeah. you to do, right? Yeah. But then what, what happens when you do hit that spot that you aspire to be? You're now a, a whole new human. Oh, so yeah. it's like fuck dude i'm still i'm just getting started now really? the the dream gets bigger yeah, you know what i mean and it like always is. So- some people settle some people will but then they fall they slide you know what yeah, i mean like it evolves. the most successful people like they're always
1: reaching they're always you know Trying to you, improve. You, you remember, like in um, those terms, where it's like I either win or I learn. Yeah. And theoretically, to the layman uh, consciousness, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good like at a boy keep going, you know, type thing. Yeah. But the truth is, whether you win or lose, it doesn't matter. What matters most is if you are able to actually learn and actually confront the truth of why you earned it. And once, as you know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, fighters and a lot of um, athletes that I played with that did not, did not take any responsibility. And and in that responsibility, they, uh, because they didn't want to take responsibility, they didn't want to actually reflect and understand anything of why they earned their results. Even if it was good, they just didn't want to do it because they knew that they were going to be exposed in their self-image that it's not correct. So they lied to themselves. They would, you know, make excuses. That they would ego. do this. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. But if you live through the heart, as you know, yeah, you are unconditional. But the ego is conditional, and that's our greatest challenge in our life because we all have egos. But it's to serve us, to protect us, and um, and it's it's great asset for us. But unfortunately, when we are trying to get better or sustain greatness or whatever whatever wording yeah, you want to say, ego you can't you can't say um, uh, i have to stay safe like it's not going to happen you yeah. can't it, biologically you need to stay safe always and that's that's always important you should always uh, you know allow that to be your protector but yeah but when you're trying to pursue something for your excellence of whatever it is you're always going to be vulnerable yeah and that vulnerability is by putting yourself out by having a podcast having allowing myself to have this interview to be exposed of my truth and you know hopefully i'm doing the best i can to you know have uh, people comprehend what i'm articulating but i'm sure that when i watch this i'm sure i'm going to learn something where i'm like ooh i'm going to articulate something different next time yeah but like it's only studying game but film. it's exactly but it's only to be the best i can be to serve yeah and people uh, unfortunately people forget that and it's not just about you know being the best or being the leader it's just like whatever you're doing don't you want to become more of it and yeah. if you don't just own it Just completely surrender the fact that you're totally cool, you know, living off the land or having a minimum wage job or sustaining the opportunity of being a president, even though you could be a CEO, but you don't want that life. Just own it. Don't don't be a fraud. Just say, I'm only going to be a president. I'm not going to be a CEO. That's totally fine. There's there's no right or wrong. Just own your truth. Yeah, it's that's the, that's the authentic authority. Yeah,
0: it's the people who like uh, they say they want more and then they don't do anything and then and then they and then they we're they, all they, guilty of that. Yeah, right? and then they bitch about it. Well, I don't know if we're all guilty of that.
1: Maybe in some some areas. I'm I'm trying to be humble for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> make everybody feel good. <laughs> yeah, but not, if, but if you break down every facet of life that we that we are pursuing. um yeah, there might be some more truth Some to areas, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But the ones that are doing it are the ones you're really inspired by. Yeah. And they're the ones that are our leaders yeah. in our communities that we um, value.
0: Yeah, dude. Those are the people doing some shit. Yeah. Um, so you, you played – did you play
1: baseball through school? Or yeah, so I played up uh, – So When you got to high school? Yeah. Like what yeah high, no, actually I stopped at sixth grade. Okay. I was – you know, a lot of people thought, I mean, I was just a freak athlete. I, mean, yeah. I was throwing 60 miles per hour at um, when I was 12 or 11, 12. So, uh, you know, theoretically, I had high, high potential. Yeah. So you ultimately so, pursued. I, well, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I played baseball. That was my dream. And then soccer came into my life. And yeah. then I was like, I like soccer. I want to be like Pele and, you know, all that. Because, like, You know, there was no Messi or Ronaldo, but he's he's my R.H. You know, so um, so I was like looking up to him, and I'm like, I want to do this, and then I started doing that, and then I don't know, it's something. It I started growing, (laughs) 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 and I was like, I think I like basketball too, and so I played a bunch of different sports, but yeah, basketball kind of stole my heart. Yeah, and, um, and that's when you know the funnel, you know the tree style. You know, it was like as the years go on, I've tried to play everything just to broaden my, you know, playing golf, tennis. Oh, yeah. I um, love golf. I mean, it's awesome. It's a great sport. Yeah. And I think here's another side tangent. If your son or daughter is athletic, um, or even if not, the more they're in that world of understanding individual sports and team sports, the more they will learn and develop of themselves and how to work with other people. Because at the end of the day, that's what life is. What yeah. we're trying to do is establish life lessons and uh, life skills because everything in life is a skill. Yeah. Um, would you agree that um, – what, What's did you play any team sports? Yeah, I played football. Played okay. a little bit of basketball growing up. Did you like – for you and you, the way you are, did you like having uh, teammates? No. Um, I did not like team sports. Okay.
0: So, I I mean, I played football all through high school Mm -hmm. because it was like, for me, that was my path to success. I had an uncle, um, like on my biological dad's side, who went to the NFL and like play the year and then kind of just like the practice squad thing. He's still doing it? We still made it in there. But, um, so in my mind, it was like, that was like a real thing. I saw that. Like, I knew somebody. So in my mind, like football, football, football. So I played football. Like all through, um, all through high school and like in, in middle school, I played football and basketball. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to high school, um, I didn't like playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Like to your to the, the team question, I didn't yeah. like that shit. I didn't like yeah. when I'm in the middle of practice and we have this one really slow guy, and then now I'm just <laughs> running suicides like fucking crazy because he can't make the time. <laughs> so, dude, i dude, I um, fo- I've uh, I don't quit like quitting's not my thing but I quit basketball in eighth grade and I was like I'm like dude this isn't fucking for me like I don't want to do this I was good at it but I didn't like being on the team and even in football like it pissed me off like when we lose and it's like I'm fucking killing it right now and it's like I'm being like the team you know what I mean like we're losing or whatnot or so whenever I started wrestling as a freshman, like I started wrestling right. to get better for football actually was the intention. Yeah. I took to that shit like a fish in water and mm-hmm. like and like I loved it because there's still a team aspect. Oh yeah. You have yeah. to rely on your practice partners. Oh yeah. Um, we're still a team. Oh, like yeah. We're we're doing duels but like but individually I can compete. And it's it's <laughs> about me. It's like, man, maybe the team didn't do so well but I fucking won. And, yeah. and maybe that's not the best way to look at it, but no. it's like, all right, well, no. when you get the districts and, you know, not everybody can make it, and then you go to state, and it's like, at the end of the day, at the end, it's just me. You know what I mean? Always. You know, it's like, it's, it's my fucking, like, what I'm trying to do. So it's just like, I... I gravitate more towards the individual sports because I do like, you can still present a team aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even like in Mm jujitsu, like you still need your practice partner. We're still supporting each other. Um, We're still cheering each other. We're still helping each other. There's still a team regard, but the results um, while, you know, you need your team to get better and to have the result that you want, it's mm-hmm. still up to you to go do it. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's, that's
1: just what I like. Yeah. Well, I, I did um, high jump and triple jump in high school. Uh, it was a great kind of get myself out of the gym. I still was doing AAU during that time because it was during the spring. Um, but I, I personally, sorry, who I was never changed, whether I was doing individual or team. My mentality had to change. My mentality had to adapt based on being a little more selfless, selfless or selfish, yeah. based on, you know, whatever. But in the end, um, who I was in my prep and, you know, as we talked about, uh, as we spoke about yesterday about getting to the zone. Yeah. I was so good at that. Uh, and you're right. That's a skill that needs to be established and taught and developed and learned. Because yeah. if that individual is at the mercy of having, you know... <laughs> you know mom or dad or a teammate going you can do it you lost yeah you got to find your own routine you you have to you have to be inspired to be that person or become that person and if you're relying on somebody motivating you like you know that you can have it yeah you can do it like yeah motivation only lasts for so long that's well it's hollow because it's not authentically yours yeah, I'm not a motivational speaker. If if I had to if I had to articulate what I am, I'm more of an inspirational speaker. I want you to be who you're supposed to be. Yeah. does a motivation? Unless unless uh unless I'm working with a specific team, I'm gonna motivate them to like get it. But it, at the end of the day, that's the have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Motivation is mean- the have. What do you want to have? That's uh, independent to you. And uh, obviously, that's where the challenge is when you have you know like in the NFL, there's 53 guys. You know, theoretically, the best teams are on the one cohesive unit, one collective consciousness. Their yeah. perspective is all the same. But if they're not, then, well, <laughs> if people are going to be selfish. Uh, they're, if they're not getting the ball, they're going to be complaining. They're going to always, you know, and obviously everyone always thinks they're open or whatever the case is yeah. uh, as far as the wide receivers go. But, <laughs> but the idea is that they have to be one collective consciousness, and that is a challenge in of itself when you're working with teams. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to establish who you are in, in who and what you want to become that is congruent with the team. Whatever they want, you have to want as well. But you also need to understand that if you don't survive in advance, you're gonna be cut. Or yeah. you're be benched, which yeah. is cut.
0: Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah. No, I did I mean, there are great aspects to like pure team sports, right? Oh fantastic. Uh, man, like you definitely learn a lot of good stuff. Um, but maybe some of my thing was um the school I went to, they had me playing I was I played every position on the offensive line at some point. And like for varsity I, I, Wait, was, I, was, I was our starting varsity center, bro. Oh my uh, god. Oh yeah, what, man. And then like What they, weight were you? Uh, man, I was probably around like two oh five.
1: Man, you must have been really strong. Strong and fast. That's, I'm strong and fast. That, that, well, I mean I can see the yeah. know, but like That's insane. Yeah. Honestly, that's really insane. Yeah, dude. And they
0: even had me playing D end at one point. I preferred linebacker. But realistically, like, if, like, my high school, like, they didn't care if you actually went to the next level. They just cared about them right now. And as a result, dude, honestly, like, me, if you saw, like, an athlete, like, if I saw an athlete of my size and stance, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, man, like, i would because i mean i was a fat little kid like i'm not gonna lie like there was okay. a summer i grew like 13 inches but this was in like seventh eighth between seventh oh eighth my grade God. dude i blew like i grew up like i dropped all the fat and oh. i but i've always been athletic yeah, yeah always yeah. been athletic so whenever i first started football because i was a little bit shorter mm. and fatter they put me on the line and i just got stuck there
1: from like sixth grade on which is fucking crazy it's like the traditional basketball. You know, if you're tall, you're at the center. Yeah. Like it, like, it doesn't it's make like, any sense. Yeah. It's but, like
0: you go to the, you know, you start playing with high level athletes, and it's like you're tall, you're fucking guard. <laughs> you need to be, you know, I can't just be tall. You need to be massive. Yeah, and be yeah, the center. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man, they didn't have me playing like, I should have probably been like maybe a safety. Oh,
1: God, yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Rackfuls
1: oh, of safety. Yeah. I mean, I was already at linebacker. Isn't that sad, or though? Or it should have been if, like a tight end oh, or a run. Dude, yeah. something like like You would have like, been a beast. If you were on a proper program that had legit, you know, uh, proportional size guys in the positions that they were supposed to be, like at my school, <laughs> you being a center at 205, like, nah, man, nah. You it's have crazy. To, you have to be at least 40 pounds more. Yeah. At least. At least. At least. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to compete. And Dude. mine was Division One. Like, we were. We're the you know the yeah. bees knees, right? We're at the top, yeah, but, but in that you would have been a free safety or strong safety or outside linebacker. man, you'd have been you, your career would have been your life would have been different if you were like in a, in, a proper program in, I a, feel. in an environment that allowed you to be authentically you,
0: yeah, well, because of that, whenever I found wrestling, that's when I could be my authentic self exactly, and that's like. Dude, like this is it. This is, but it changed my whole life, man. Of course, but think about that. I'm glad I did, though. But
1: forget about the outside world. What was the feeling? The feeling was authentic. Oh, yeah. That's what we all want. That's what we all want to aspire to. We all want to establish it. We all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. We all want to speak our truth. Yeah. And when we don't have that, we, well, we don't feel good. Yeah, just know.
0: authentic expression. Whether that's we—I mean, we obviously talk about like a lot of the athletic arena, but it mm-hmm. could be like an artistic pursuit or oh, a business. But it, you know, anything. It's pr- nothing to do about. who yeah, cares about the vehicle. Exactly. You know, and, and that's and that's the point because you work with people across all industries, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, what is your like? What is your true fucking vibration?
1: When you when uh if, without going into detail, obviously, um, whenever there's someone who's really struggling. The, the foundation like the root like you know following the rabbit hole yeah it's always that they're not authentically being true to themselves yeah and and partly it's because they don't know what that is because they've never been taught yeah. that that exists and dude
0: society doesn't doesn't nurture or cultivate that either
1: no it's conformity
0: yeah it's like dude you need to go go to school and get your degree and go work this nine to five or yeah. you know what it's, i mean it, well
1: just like going back to your example with football they were thinking short term they weren't thinking long-term. They were thinking about themselves. Yeah. And, of course, that's logical because it's like, yeah, you should be a free safety, but we kind of need you yeah. at center. Like, well, <laughs> what a duality. <laughs> well, and yeah. the whole rub
0: of it all is, you know, that head coach actually ended up getting let go, and they brought in a new one the next season. Yeah. And we, they probably had two or three kids go D1 that that like, yeah. you know what I mean just like you, you bring in the right coaching you're, you're and at the mercy you, you, see, of your you coaching, see what happens you're at the mercy
1: of your leaders coaches are so important it's we all need a coach all need a coach and we all coaches need coaches co- oh, oh that's that's a whole nother conversation because that's what I'm realizing from the conversations when I'm working with coaches I'm actually coaching them without them knowing and I'm like I need to make this part of my business because it's not me telling them what to do. I don't talk about X and O's. Like, that's not my life. What I do is make sure that they're understanding um, who they are being, what they are doing, and then obviously they already know what they have. That's the most logical, like, explanation of like seeing reality theoretically now some people do not see reality let's be honest And, oh, yeah. and, and we deny it because we don't want to take responsibility well, your perception is your reality well that's just <laughs> you know what's so funny when i was when i towards my my when my last years i played um the coach i don't want to get into the story but he basically was saying you know uh perception is reality i said incorrect your perception is your reality yeah and he didn't like that. <laughs> and uh then I got cat. <laughs> but I just like I'm cat like, you know, here. but I but I addressed the fact that, you know, it was it was all conformity. It was all, you know, you know, do this, do that. This is the way I see it. And unfortunately, um in life, whether it's business or relationships or um, you know, sports or whatever you want to talk about, it, it there is a level of objective facts and truth that are that are, that are honored yes but a lot of it is subjective yeah and that's where it's so hard for you know a team sport as an example where you have a really good say you have basketball just five guys you you have six or seven guys that could legitimately be a starter or be a starter on another team and yet they're on the bench or they're not getting a lot of playing time so then that person logically goes, I don't have that starter role. I don't have, you know, the stats or the glamorous, yeah. you know, they side Yeah, start of to things. identify with that. And then that's what they do. And I, I, for the most part, stayed true to myself. But there were definitely weak moments where I absolutely cracked and I – um, you know, played victim, and I cried, and and we're not saying that crying isn't unhealthy. Uh, it is very healthy, but the way I was doing it was not healthy. because yeah. I stayed in that frequency of energy of lack of that fear of that negativity of that scarcity. Yeah, and, uh, it, it it determined what I was doing, and then because. Of who I was being and what I was not doing, doing, um, I earned less of what my potential tap potential was worth, and, and then it validated my coach's perception of me, which dug me even a deeper hole. And I'm like, oh my god! And that's part of the reason why I do what I do because if you if you call a spade a spade, that's where the regret is for me and in, in like that example. I allowed my outside circumstances and my uh, perception of other people's opinion of me or their opinion of me to be my identity, and that's when I, that's when I failed. That's when I choked. That's when I cracked. Yeah, I didn't handle the pressure. Yeah, and, and but I, but I can't be upset at myself because no one taught me to handle it. No one taught me to handle it. Yeah, it's so much easier to accept the negative about ourselves yeah than it is
0: to believe the good,
1: yeah why is that? well, my perception is again, the ego is trying to protect you to stay safe so if the if somebody is saying you know that you stink um why would you go against that grain when they're of authority of you so for me, the coach was a, was my authority. Yeah. I was always trying to appease him, yeah if you took me as an individual is is shea McNamara confident in his ability, his athleticism uh, his i q his you know, leadership, all that. I would fundamentally say yes, 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 and yes. But if I'm going under the perspective with coach in the room, or my mind on coach, I would then start having doubts because he doesn't validate me. Yeah. So where are you for that validation? I, well, I well. It's hard because in reality, he has, he has me. He owns me. Yeah. The I mean, coach owns me, so I very logically, I logically associate with his truth because he is my reality. No matter how good I'm doing, how how good I'm feeling, he, I'm at the mercy of him having the belief, the trust, and the faith in me, meaning he had the confidence in me or not. Does he value me or not? And he might value me, but it's is it to the highest value that objectively I'm worth? Most times, you know, you can say yes, it is to the truth, but I mean, there's a lot of case studies where a lot of people were on that border and it was like, I just don't like you, I don't like who you are, or I don't like the way your style is, I don't like your mentality, it doesn't suit my mentality, my strategy, my tactics, or it's just not what the team needs based on who we're, who we're performing against. And you're literally at the mercy of surrendering to that and still staying in your authority. So you have to honor their their truth and then obviously respect what needs to be done from that vantage point of who you need to be. And unfortunately, Oh, man, that's where the biggest resistance is in team sports because individually everyone goes through that in every sport. And same thing in business. I mean, I can present. It's like, well, I bet you could, but – I just don't see it that way. So I want you to just sit there, look pretty, and uh, smile nicely. Yeah, I mean, you just
0: replace coach for boss. You know? Oh yeah, you know what oh, I mean. It doesn't matter. Or if you're an entrepreneur, a, just call you a leader. Replace yeah, a leader. If you're an entrepreneur, though, it could be your customer, right? And oh, those, so and like so that's that's the question, and that's when you have to really sit back and be honest and and do that reflection and be like, all right, like, am I really providing the value that I think I am? And if you are then
1: it's still it's still based on their level of consciousness yeah if they see the value do the, but, but do they know the the frustration and pain that they're in or do they see if they don't see the value it's either because you're really not that good or they just truly don't understand the value that you're offering be yeah. based on the perspective of them knowing how much they're in danger of being off their path. Yeah,
0: and the question is how can you get them to see that value, especially well in the in the in the service industry, in the coaching industry, like Mm -hmm. I mean that's what essentially us as coaches what we're trying to do, whether it's like I do like health coaching and training and or if we're doing, you know, performance coaching with somebody Mm -hmm. and talking about like just the mental side of things, you're trying to get them to understand the value of this particular act. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you see the value, you understand the value. That's I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Like you know it, but yeah. then it's just like I just need you to trust and believe in the process and just know that the, there is value
1: here. Yeah. And here's the thing that's like put take all that, put it on the highest shelf because it's very true, but then you put that to the side and you go but that person's perspective of themselves—they don't actually believe that they can right. become that brilliance. Yeah. So therefore, they protect themselves by.
0: Yeah. So you have to help them
1: see that, right? Well, now the question th- is how. My, my, yeah. <laughs> that well, is that, the that's how I. That's how I. That's how I go about it. But yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go through everything. But but the yeah. intent is to be able to have them at least own that they're really afraid and that they're really intimidated and they're yeah. really scared of. Whatever the case is, and then to be able to address their insecurity. Yeah. It's happy days because then they'll have the choice. Yeah. So, my biggest thing is through the reflection piece is to have, have them identify exactly you know, where they're at, how they got there, and why. But the why is who they were being. And that's really hard for people sometimes to, to really reflect and understand like that was the feeling because that was the belief I held. But why did I hold that belief? Well, let's go back—you know, potentially two years ago, or when I was a kid, when my mom um, always said I was never good enough, or it wasn't good as—it wasn't as good as, you know, your brother Michael's. It's like, okay, so so I, I will then identify as never being enough, yeah, and I'll always be seeking validation. So therefore, I'm never going to be in the authority of the be do have model. I'll always have. I'll always have to have to you know do and then have then be, or I'll either have do and then I'll be, but it, unless somebody validates me by saying you can have it, then I'll be and do. But either way, whatever combination, it's true to that individual. The point is, is that they're not living the be do have model. They have to seek that validation based on that, basically you know trauma uh, that they experience, and that because it's unhealed, it's created monster insecurities, which is literally. Put them on a path that's not gonna lead them to success in health and wellness and peace. Yeah, dude, trauma is the root of so much, like everything. so many issues. Yeah, I everything.
0: Mean, addiction and just ton- everything. Just, yeah, fucking.
1: Uh, we all. I don't think anybody is. Um. I, I personally think you know no one's like, yeah. You know, my dad was. Uh, you can. I mean, he's bipolar manic, but like key a lot of what they're saying now is that there yes there might be true that it might be true that you have a chemical, imbal- a chemical imbalance in your brain meaning your brain is wired in a specific way that's not normal but now what they're saying too is that there might be some influences of the reasons why that may be not because you were born with it but because of trauma really because of unhealed trauma Shit. because of how you then wired yourself to thinking because that's cuz you never was course credited, never addressed weird. you never experienced that love that you needed in that moment and no one no one validated that love and no one really gave you that um you know that empowerment to understand your uh, your authentic truth and a lot of a lot of you know my pain and your pain and everyone else's pain has been because it was never validated of their truth mm-hmm. my truth was it was traumatic it was traumatic but maybe not that but it was like once you do that it's like can't start we're in constant yeah man my feeling is my feeling uh, objectively it could be l- literally a lesser of a of a event let's just say that but the feeling that i hold oh man i i still felt crappy i still felt that fear i still felt that negativity i still felt that scarcity and uh <laughs> it made me you know you know do x y and z that took me off my path yeah and then you say that happened to you when you were three and you've been holding that for your whole life unconsciously in your subconscious and you act accordance to trying to protect yourself always based on just that one event and we have how many events in our lives <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how many other traumas that you have experienced because we all you know oh yeah uh, so so it quick. just it, it, oh. and that's what breaks my heart because that person's authentic light is not being shined. Yeah, they might be trying their best and trying to like you know cope and like, give me a drink and then I'll be be authentic. It's like okay, well, you know, it is compromising your health and wellness. Yeah, it is compromising your brain. It is compromising you know your intelligence and all that. Yeah, but pick and choose your battle, man.
0: It's funny because so many people are. Like they're, they're like maybe they're trying to search for something or they're trying to like get to this place or maybe they're, maybe they're not even like trying to like actively pursue like like this greatness in life, but um, where the fuck was I going? We're talking about trauma,
1: mm-hmm. um, not being your authentic self. Now everybody wants to be uh, a millionaire. Some people want to live off the land. Yeah, some pe- I, my my father in law wants to live off the land. Oh, I
0: was gonna say, yeah. Well, some people like they they won't they won't be their authentic selves mm-hmm. because of like all these outside influences and like what yeah. they're told by like the government or society yes. or you know their friends or mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know you mentioned you mentioned you know people. Drinking for like, like an escape or to relax or something. It's and, just one and, form. And if that's your thing, like that's totally cool. And if we're talking about like if you're trying to deal with trauma in that regard, though, like mm. then we're we're compounding issues. But so many people won't do things like um, like cannabis or like psychedelics, mm. where so many people with like MDMA or like psilocybin, um, like mm. they're they're being able to like address this trauma and they're being able to like really have massive breakthroughs and like cure things like PTSD and like crippling anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression Mm -hmm. and you know they're just stuck in these negative loops but they won't explore these options and they won't even you know even give them two thoughts because they were told that that's not safe. Like that's right. You know, that's this. Like there's all these lies and misinformation. They, they adopted the belief from yeah. the marketing. Yeah, dude. And it's it's just crazy how so many people are like suffering and yes. they're not able to kind of even walk down the path towards healing or becoming yeah. their authentic self yeah.
1: because of like all this outside influence. There's a lot of facts and validation that everything you said is true with psychedelics, um, Cannabis, dude, all the stuff. science is there. It's it's there. It's we have cannabinoids in our body, so I mean, what? Why would we ban? Oh, because nature. be well, nature. The alcohol industry said, "Hey, that's a threat," because theoretically, if you're technically high, um, well, you're not going to be wanting to drink too much. So yeah, that's going to affect my bottom line, dude. So I'm going to lobby and I'm going to influence the government officials to say no. lobbying happens in every area of life this is just one aspect and then you can also talk about the big pharma you know they uh they they do theoretically have some good things but um but if they see something as a threat and they have more money and they're able to influence a political leader and then they're gonna do what they have to do yeah but that's because we live in a capital society it's the killer be killed and uh we're not one we're divided it's it's individualism uh 101 and I'm gonna do whatever I can to help my safety, my ego, and I'm not gonna do anything for the selflessness of other people, yeah. even though it might help them more than my product. I fucking so, great, bro. So what I when I realized for like for me, you know, when I first started the coaching thing, when I get out of playing ball, I was like, How do, what do I want to do? What do I, you know, I want to do coaching. I want to do this, but I also want to be an entrepreneur. How can I do both? How can I? And I was like, okay. And also knowing what I just said, I said, I'm going to have the business not as Shea McNamara. I'm going to have it as Diamond State of Mind. And it was purely because people are always going to evaluate you. They're going to potentially judge you, higher or less. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And my thought was, if I can use uh, personal development, you know, umbrella, umbrella of personal development, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, And I have it as a neutral, you know, message then it's very hard for somebody to go and go, I don't like that, because it's a message. It's it's empowering you to be you authentically. That's the bottom line of what the whole thing is. But if I'm able to then say, we, me, it's only me right now. Obviously, I have other people that help me in certain areas of business. But yeah. But as far as the product and services, I'm now presenting opportunities for other coaches, other leaders, in other fields that i'm not uh, that good in or that i'm good in but they're they're equally as good or they're better or whatever the case is to then be able to say this product and service might influence your performance which will then influence what you earn here so essentially it's almost like creating an affiliate marketing system but also partnerships so like if somebody is like, like for instance like a tony robbins everyone knows tony robbins i'm so happy to you know, say, go to his site or go to his service or a product based on this is what you need in this field. I'm, I want to, I'm doing that. I'm going to do that. I, it's not about me. I'm. There's no scarcity with me. I want to be a source for you to go to whatever need is, or whatever you have that's a need to go to the source that's going to fulfill it. So that is my way of combating on a deeper, unconscious level to go. Wow, oh, Shay's Shane, Diamond State Mind, is trying to represent what could be affiliate marketing, but it's more on empowerment of, we're all in this together. Why don't we just all become teammates? I mean, th- I have a gift, and so do you. We have overlapping gifts, like the Olympic rings as a metaphor, but at the end of the day, I still have my own gift, and yeah. that needs to be honored, just like yours needs to be honored. We have a lot of similarities, and theoretically, we could probably help another person out just as good as one another theoretically but at the end of the day there are certain aspects of me that i do not approach based on the level of knowledge that i have or the willingness to want it to endure vice versa to you vice versa to tony robbins vice versa to anybody else you can think of in the moment yeah and so my intent on a, on a deep level to combat this on an unconscious level is to show the humility and grace that yes i want to be a billionaire but I really just care about representing what needs to be in the world. And what needs to be in the world is collectiveness. And unfortunately, we are more divided than ever. We, we're beating ourselves up, literally. And um, it's very sad because, you know, as a team, you know, uh, Earth Earth team, <laughs> we're not doing too good right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, in in, in in the mass in the mass consciousness through what we see in the media. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I try, mean, not to, maybe, try to. Maybe maybe not on in the individual level, but until we start talking about politics, then we're like, I don't like you, bro. You People know? are so weird like that, man. <laughs> or Just religion, fucking or tribal, spirituality, yeah. Or using psychedelics, or using pharma, or using whatever. Yeah. You know? Everybody wants we're to be in the divided. camp. Yeah.
0: There's a well. There's enough success for everybody. There's Enough of everything for everybody, really. Yeah. And it's that whole scarcity mindset's fucking crazy. But it is weird. We, we like to be in our camps. And I'm guilty of it too. Like you find something that excites or you. Or travel. Yeah, man. It's, Did, it's, have you read Have you read Sebastian
1: Younger's book Tribes? No, but I've heard of it. Uh, I've, I've done some research on it, but not like I'm not. I'm, I can't articulate it off the top of my head. No. Yeah.
0: No. It's it's a it's a good book. It's um. I've I've only listened to the audio version. What's uh, the biggest
1: takeaway from? Um.
0: It? It's essentially just talking about how. Uh, you know, as people, um, like we're kind of wired to just to be in these these small groups, mm-hmm. and he talks about how all of, uh, these different circumstances that kind of bring us together, and what really brings people together, oftentimes is like struggle and, and difficulty. And he talks about how, um, like during the Great Depression, for example, how the people who lived through that, well, yeah, it was terrible. You know, mm-hmm. it sucked. Oftentimes. Once you kind of get to the other side and things are better again, you look back on the on that hard time with the fondest of memories, oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean like yeah. and and you could he talked about even like nine eleven mm-hmm. and how you know the whole attitude of the you know the country but New York in particular right. you know really changed oh, and, yeah. and everybody just oh, yeah. became super friendly, and we're all in this together, and yes. you know it's, there's this this collective like energy and love kind of going around it's always a balance yeah and it's It's but it's it's out of like that difficult time where it came right so it's he's just talking about how you know we are we need each other and we do thrive in these groups and how oftentimes it's these difficult times that Mm -hmm. kind of bring us together and bring out the best in people absolutely so it it was it's a it's a short book i mean the 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 i think the audio version is
1: like a Two or three hours, or something. It's super oh, short. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually times two in my audio books, so yeah, I'm, that'd be an hour, right? Yeah, it's, it's super yeah. quick, so it's it's a short one, but um. It's but think good. about that perspective. You in that in that pressure that you're experiencing. Let's we'll just call it pressure, not yeah. trauma or anything like that. Just it's a pressure. Yeah, you understand what you're made of. And you understand what you value the most, yeah. And what we all value the most is safety, and we know that to be true through numbers of other people supporting others. Right. And That's why we go to those tribes when we're not in that real threshold of like life or threat, you know, uh, physical threatening, but on a psychological or a belief threatened. Then it gets like you know, Democrat, Republican, rah. You yeah, know? my team versus you know? <laughs> your team. <laughs> people are so weird. It, like it's that, totally dude. fine having a. a, a you know, a philosophical uh, discussion and, and trying to learn and, and develop and grow for your perspective to be stronger or for your perspective to get, um, you know, more influential about, you know, whatever you're trying to prove the establishment of your truth. But, um, but we are being so raw and it's really affecting what we're trying to actually become. And we are, in, in a lot of terms, we are we are going down we really are it, it it's really scary to think what we could become if we continue this collective consciousness of fear of negativity and of scarcity cuz that's really what's happening right now if you look at what's being portrayed in the media
0: yeah yeah fuck that media shit they they're they're, yeah. li- they're a bunch of liars yeah um so you've uh, i know I noticed you use the word Pressure quite a bit, and like yeah. that's uh, probably part of you know the the diamond brand. I yeah. I, I love I love uh, from the movie Man on Fire. Pressure is a privilege. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I love that fucking saying too because it's so true, man. Like, and I mean, I'm we sure saw that, it last night. Yeah, man. Like, if and pressure is actually like you you need that. It's it's a necessary ingredient to like fall in the flow state. Like the stakes have
1: to be high. Like, even if it doesn't have, even if the stakes aren't high, you just have to understand that everything you're doing is pressure. Yeah. You're, ex- you're giving pressure to other people and you're experiencing pressure because I declare that I'm a coach so therefore as a coach I need to uphold what coaches do yeah. meaning I have to, I have to uh, put my word out. I have to uh, get clients. I have to uh, uh, serve my clients. I have to network. Yeah. You know, I have to do all these things if I'm going to hold the identity. Pressure so whatever, there. whatever your identity is, it's going to have responsibilities, which is the pressure. Yeah. And then it will have blessings and it will have challenges that are through the journey before you get the result. Whether it's a short-term um, result or a long-term result, it is the all pressure. And using the metaphor of a diamond... It just works out perfectly. But, yeah. but the story is, and I'll be real quick with this, um, the reason why I use the diamond as a metaphor is because when I was playing Australian rules football, or excuse me, when I was in the pursuit of of getting recruited and all that stuff, and that's a whole other conversation, but uh, that's not really for here, but I, they gave me the nickname Big Diamond. Big because I'm you know, 6A, I'm a big dude, but the diamond for Diamond in the Rough because I was the first American to be picked out out of this idea that Americans could play Australian rules football that's why I have the nickname big Diamond that's why my handle is called big Diamond It was pure, purely because why did why was I it? why was I picked? yeah, and so when I realized it was like we're all diamonds in the rough before anybody becomes successful, you had to believe in yourself and in order for you to have hold that belief, you had to have that pressure of the reality that you were not that belief (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah at age four i declared in my mind i was like and i I have facts i have i've I've, um when i was in k4 k5 whatever it was i said i was going to be a pro athlete i held that identity yeah life yeah when i when i signed that contract you know how many tears i had i bawled i let it all out because i had my whole life i held that identity and i finally had that validation yeah and then, as you said, once you have it, it's like, now what? Yeah, <laughs> then, now, then it was like another, another, dude. another dream, another vision of, of yeah. identity that I wanted to hold. Yeah. But but the intent was at age four, I I said I'm gonna be a pro athlete. Yeah,
0: it's interesting how how early you identified with that because I did the same thing. Like I decided very early on, like I'm gonna be a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. And when it wasn't gonna be in the NFL, then it became fighting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I had. Like, I, I just identified with that for so long, mm. and a lot of people do, and that's why whenever, especially athletes in particular, whenever you're no longer doing the athletic thing, you kind of get lost.
1: Your because, identity's gone. Yeah, you're like, who the fuck am I? Like, what am I doing? Your identity is who you are yeah, and who you declare yourself to be. Yeah. So, therefore, once that's done, what standards do I hold when I'm not on a team when yeah. there's no pursuit? And I've seen some people just go, I'm going to keep on pressing and keep on putting videos out of me training or doing this. That and that's super fun. And I and I honor that. And that's amazing that you have that relentlessness. Fantastic. Yeah. But eventually reality's going to hit. And yeah. you're going to know that you're really not worthy for, yeah. that, for that show. And when that finally happens, I wish you well. Because that pressure is going to quite literally break you. Because yeah. you're not equipped to the reality of going, I'm trying to achieve to focus on. I want to achieve, achieve, achieve. No, no. Who do you want to be, and what are the principles of the characteristics that you are embodying through that? And then, as you and I have talked about from yesterday, we still have that same passion. It's just not in the the end result of being a pro athlete. Yeah, more. it's just directed in other areas. It's two different areas. Yeah. So yeah. that's the feeling is still alive between you and I. Yeah. Maybe maybe at times it might not as, you know, fired up. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, the, the, that that feeling is still there. It's Still there. It's still there. <laughs>
0: Dude, I'm I'm to the point now. I don't um I don't identify with anything that I do. I think a lot of people they're like, all right, well, you know, I I fucking I hang drywall. I'm a drywaller. Mm-hmm. I hang, you know, I I, I I treat people. I'm a doctor or I'm a coach. I'm this. I'm that. Mm-hmm. It's like none of us are 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 just that are that like linear to where there's only one side to us. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm just this or I'm just that, you know, we, a lot of us wear many hats in all oh, areas yeah. of our life. With right. Many identities. You know what I mean? Many, exactly. So many. it's like, I don't really like the things that, that I do are not who I am. Those are just things that I do. They're part of who I am. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to reach a point to where like, I no longer just identified with this one thing based off what I do.
1: Yeah. It's just like, cause I'm fucking, we're all complex well, beings. If you man. look at the shirt, how many facets are there? That means there's how many how many identities how many standards how many earnings that you have in each of these results yeah you what know, for you your father you're you have a, um you have a significant other you have friends you know you have your business and you have this type of business this type of business your your son you know like there's yeah. there's all these things that's why you know it, um, personal development is it, the the concept of personal development is beautiful because you theoretically don't have enough time in the day to work on everything that you are right so then it goes into the hierarchy of your values right But none of people even know what that even means because they don't even want to think about Sit all of that these work. things that i gotta do because that's work shay I, well bro that's <laughs> too hard that's why i'm like gotta handle the pressure yeah bro <laughs> that's why yeah. I, I mean that's why it's, I, I stress having an unbreakable mindset meaning you are embracing that pressure and that you're using everything as a learning experience. And even though it still will be challenging, even though you will still fail or lose out on that opportunity whatever, you don't identify. You just continue to go, okay, I accept that that's the truth. Now, what can I learn from who I was being, what I was doing, obviously why I earned it. Okay, cool. Now, what do I do now in order to still be in the pursuit of having that? And, again, that's where it's easier said than done. Yeah, But – if you're able to, um, you know, embrace that, you will always be on your path, and you'll always be in a bending position, but never a breaking position. Yeah, and that's what I I've, I've realized from from when i was going through the journey of being a coach i'm like i have to use this metaphor i have to utilize the value of this universal principle and truth and it's still their choice of whatever their brilliance is some people just want to work on one facet so they're they have a whole diamond metaphorically but they only have one facet that's shining bright but everything else is just dirty and grimy and not really good
0: yeah you see that you see that often and just like uh let's just say a a person who's uber successful in business. Mm -hmm. Somebody sees the
1: the business success and they assume they got the rest of their life together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to figure that one out. I was like, man, I'm really happy. He's like, but I'm not a billionaire yet, so therefore I'm a failure. But then I'm like, wait a second. I'm really happy in this life, this life, this life, this aspect, this aspect, this facet, this, you know. Yeah, it's like, it's just, I just need that little money piece. Like, outside of that, like, I feel good everywhere else. But seriously, though, if I allow myself to only focus on one facet and I'm not, and I don't, I'm not earning or I don't have what I want to have, like, in my mind, then, and if I just only identify with this one facet, I am literally degrading myself to a level where it's, I'm going, what, none of this even matters none of this even matters and that's sad because i think uh i can speak for myself uh i'm guilty of that where i've allowed one aspect one facet of my life to determine my state of mind and that was fundamentally incorrect because it became it made me unhealthy it made me in a position where i was uh depressed yeah very and i was very fragile and uh i was triggered and um, I became less of myself and who I was representing for my pursuit, but even more importantly, who I was treating myself and other people. And that was when I realized I really needed to get to work on myself.
0: Yeah, hey, it's a, you know, a tough space to be in, but those, those low moments, like, that's where, man. You, can, well, you
1: decide which, who do you want to be in for right. that moment. Yeah, man. But it's very hard because we want to have that support, and if we don't have that support, we never experience that support, we don't even know it exists because of our, our surroundings or our unhealthy father and mother or whatever the case is um, it's very easy to adopt that that this is who I am and this is my reality and this is what will always be yeah and that's the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset right
0: right on Sad. well brother it's been an hour yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was an awesome conversation dude, Thank you so yeah, much dude, this has been great um, tell the folks how you know they can check you out if yeah. they would like to you know I'm gonna put uh show notes links okay. and stuff in there
1: okay. but you know anything you want to this is your um, time yeah uh, yeah uh check out diamond um on my handle it's uh big diamond b-i-g-d-y-m-a-n that was a little different uh, I, I was like big I was like let's do something a little the diamond different. <laughs> yeah diamond but that was just it was just a different i don't know i, I stuck with it because it's been with me for less 12 years alright bro it's alright don't judge yourself now <laughs> oh I'm not I'm just, I'm just like I'm like thinking back I'm like maybe I should have put just the real diamond but uh whatever hindsight. it's all good <laughs> I not want to just take it anyway but yeah. anyway uh, that would be the best way, best way to check me out and see if uh, if I can add value Instagram and your website Instagram web, that, and the, yeah. Yeah, the website you know on Twitter uh, Twitter big diamond as yeah well. I put it all on there but yeah. I'm not uh, a
0: big fan of Twitter
1: Twitter's more ideas and and thoughts that's really what it is but if you treat it as like a picture thing or whatever or or something really intimate it's like eh, it's not really the vibe it's not the vibe Uh, but that's i'll finish up with this every everything that you do has its own frequency yeah it has its own frequency that needs to be honored and that frequency is based on what what the standards are obviously what you need to be worthy of but also of the energy system what form of uh, masculine energy and what form of feminine energy is established. Instagram is very feminine. It's very expressive of who I am. It's allowance. It's acceptance. Mm. It's, it's, it's going into it. Instagram, uh, excuse me, uh, Twitter is very masculine, very logical, very reasonable, very structured, very, this is the way I see the world. Retweet it or comment. <laughs> <laughs> i never thought of it like that. That's interesting. But when you think about it, everything's energy. But if you embrace that masculine, feminine energy of what is necessary, yeah, in each of your identities that you hold or you want to hold, yeah, you then are able to be uh, a little bit fast, more on the fast track because you're, there's no resistance. Hmm. It's like in a position like I got to be offensive lineman. Well, offensive lineman isn't really a creative position. It's a more brute. Like I'm a beast and be aggressive, very masculine. Yeah. But when you're a running back or a quarterback, a you gotta finesse. be a little bit more finesse, wide receiver, you gotta be a little bit more finesse, you gotta be a little more feminine, you gotta be more creative. Yeah. It's a whole right brain, left brain type thing, but it's in a in the energy of masculine feminine. That's a whole that's a whole other thing. But yeah, but I, hope, I hope that touched on some people to do some research. Just look it up on Google and um, and you'll be very wild like I am representing this energy or I'm representing this or I'm representing this toxic or I'm representing this toxic. Yeah. And then what are the results from it? And most importantly importantly if you are a leader which we all are what is the influence i'm having and the potentially the manipulation and control i'm having of other people yeah and i'm making them feel in a specific way and it's all based on how who i believe i am and who i need to be to protect myself yeah so, google it bitches yeah yeah <laughs> that gives you some perspective yeah
0: nice hey thanks again shay this yeah. has been great um, i
1: appreciate the opportunity thank you yeah, so much yeah, yeah we'll definitely have to do this again i really do and, and next time I'm gonna get my own podcast and I'm gonna get you on it. Dude, I'll come I, up. Man. I need I need to do I need to uh I need you to hold me accountable because I need to have that before um structurally I need to figure out when it when it should be done, but before my birthday, June 2nd, All right. I'm gonna have a podcast. The
0: clock's ticking. You promise you hold at, me to that? I got you, bro. All right. All right. I fucking got you. All right, cool. All right, brother. Sweet. Thanks. All right, so much. everybody. Till next time. <laughs> hey guys, thank you for listening. I know you enjoyed that episode. If you did, like I said, do me a favor, tell a friend. Leave a five-star rating review. Go subscribe on uh, YouTube. All of those things, they help the show immensely. Again, big thank you to Convergence Media Group. Go to ConvergenceMG.com. Big thank you to Jumbo Superfoods. Go to CBD.com. Also, go to ImposedWill.com. Check us out. We have a full line of, uh, of apparel over there. You can save 10% when you use the code OUTSIDE. We all have the ability to build the life that we want to build, to achieve the things that we want to achieve, and it starts with the mind. We all can impose our will, and we want to help you do it, so go to imposedwill.com and check us out, and uh, hey guys, that's all I have for you today. I will catch you next time, until I do, keep being amazing humans. I love you. I'll see you later.